Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. And I'm Darren. And today we're not really discussing a game, but we are talking about kind of one of our real world mysteries, I suppose, which is the dark and mysterious world of Steam Trades, which is much more your thing than mine. So I'm somewhat guiding the conversation, but most of this content is coming from Darren. If I need something traded or I'm looking for something, he can often trade and get a better deal for me in some way. So that's kind of where we're at. Steam Trades. Well, I mean, there's a lot of ways to trade games that you don't want, that you maybe buy in a bundle, or that if you want a game for cheap and you have some items in your Steam inventory, you can trade items in your inventory for games. You can't really trade Steam games that you buy on Steam anymore. That kind of has been shut down. But third-party sites like Indigala, Fanatical, and Humble Bundle, they, they offer you keys rather than automatic installation into your library directly like Steam does. And so once you get a hold of a key, as in the 15-digit letter number code, then that's essentially like a little virtual CD that you can then give to someone else and exchange that for another game. And so this works because sometimes we, if we're a member of Humble, you know, Humble maybe has a couple of good games that you want, but then there's a lot that you don't. There's also the issue of you're a monthly member where you get the games and sometimes they have a game that you've already got. True. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. So Maybe there are three games coming out. You already have one of them. You can trade that game. Then. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people don't really realize that they're sitting on a bunch of money, basically, that they could use to barter and trade for other games. Which I don't either. Typically, if I get something like that, I look to gift it to someone, which is not a bad thing to do. That's nice. But... It doesn't get me any games in return. And the number of bundles that we've started to go through, it does start to build up where I don't have that many friends on Steam. I don't really want that many friends on Steam. And it becomes an issue of I might get a game that everybody in my friend list already has. And so then what do I do with this key? Yeah, exactly. So so basically you have a bunch of options. Be- before we get into kind of the real meat of how to do this. I do just want to clarify, we have already tried to make this episode once before, but the information that we put on there, what would you say, became outdated fairly quickly, right? Yeah, the Steam market is very volatile, I suppose. It fluctuates a lot and people have their own ideas of what's going to happen and what's not going to happen and it's hard to predict. So. So our goal with this one is to kind of make an overall kind of generic idea of how this works as opposed to very specific things about what's working at the moment because yeah it it can change very quickly so by the time we recorded it and have it scheduled to go up it might go kind of out of date like it did for the last one (laughs) so how do we trade these keys we've got these keys what do we do with them so you go to a site like um indigala and you can join up there, sync up your Steam account, and you can enter your keys into a trading kind of uh, forum, and you basically get offers. So you put up your game, you say, I, ha- I have this, 
and then put your key in to the thing. Indie Gala acts as like a third party kind of uh, negotiator, I suppose. They will hold that key. If people come to you and they say, oh, I have this game, will you trade this game for it? If you say no, that's fine. Just ignore them. But if someone comes up and says, I'll give you this game, and you're like, oh, I, I want that, then you can click on the yes button. And then Indie Gala will facilitate the trade between you two. You'll get your key from that person, then your key goes to that person automatically. And everything should be fine and dandy. But Indie Gala has its problems because there's a lot of people out there to scam you. And so my only advice is always check their reputation. Like see if they've got negative reputation or zero reputation. Someone with zero reputation just means that they're not good. They're not bad. It means that they've just joined and they could be looking to scam you. Is it the type of thing where basically a... Deal that sounds too good probably is too good. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, if you're offering like, you know, Cavern Escape and someone says, oh, I've got Metal Gear 5, like, yeah, no, you're not getting Metal Gear 5. And they must really be masochists to want Cavern Escape. Yeah, so just, just you know, use some of your smarts. Don't be, don't be stupid about it. Like, do your research, check their rep, uh, link to their Steam page, make sure that their accounts kind of sync up. So if it's, if their username is different on their Steam page, that's usually an indicator something is wrong. If the Steam page links to a private profile, that's a big red flag. You want someone who's got a public profile where you can see their comments on their profile page. So never trade with someone with a private profile. Never trade with someone with negative reputation. And never trade with someone with zero reputation. Unless... The deal is not too good to be true. You know, maybe it is someone just starting out trading, just like you are. Maybe you've both got zero reputation. I mean, you were at zero at one point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we we were all there. Um, but I find it's a good it's a good policy to follow their link to their Steam page, leave them a message, maybe add them as a friend, have a chat with them. Um, some people don't really like to be added as friends if they're trading a lot, because then that would mean they're friends with thousands of people. Um, but leave a message on their profile page for sure, or leave a message on Indigala, and then try and work it out. That's one way to do it. Another website that is very good for that is Steam Trades, which, as the name suggests, is all about trading. It's much more organized. It's, it's, it's better organized, I should say. And it's very popular with traders. The only issue is you're very much, you're not going to have your hand held here. It's, Indigala will facilitate that trade and kind of be the middleman. Here, there's no middleman. You're giving keys directly. And if you don't get them in return, well then, Steam's not going to refund you. Like, oh, I lost my key because I traded it with some guys. Like, Steam's going to be like, well, you're an idiot. Sorry. So yeah, you have to be a bit more smarter. Again, reputation. People leave co positive comments. Traders will build up their reputation. Mine's is not even at 100 yet. I'm about 50 or 60 something. But no negatives. Again, like... As soon as you see someone with an, even one negative, it's like, oh, what did you do to deserve this? The good thing about Steam Trades is you can actually look at the history of that person and you can see where the negative one comes from, usually quite clearly. And if you feel that that negative is unfair or like they got in a bit of a spat about something um, and it, it's quite a, kind of trivial and there are many, 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 many positive reputations outweighs that, go ahead and trade with them. Again, you can link to their Steam profile page, check out who they are, chat with them. And yeah, Steam Trades, again, watch out for scammers. Um, but generally, it's it's a good place to trade games and a lot more variety there than uh, Indie Gala. Indie Gala seems to be dying. Again, 
We're trying to keep this current. I'm not sure about the future of Indigal. It seems to be still going pretty strong. I don't know how, because their bundles are ridiculous at the moment. They're just terrible. I, I haven't been back to Indigala for months. But I did start there because it was easy to trade. And it felt safe. Um, Steam Trades is better, but I would only recommend it if you've um, if you're a bit more of a veteran and you've got a few trades under your belt. There was a time where you said the online currency that worked very well was CSGO keys at one point. Is that that's not the case now, right? Oh, it's still the case. Yeah, the case. yeah. It went through a phase where it was like they were saying it was it was going to be taken over by PUBG keys. Or, you know, a different a different kind of key was going to come into play. TF2, Team Fortress 2 keys. But no, CSGO keys never went away. And they're still, so, they're still popular. So why was that a good way to go about trading for a game? Okay, so yeah, if you... Basically, if you don't have a, anything to trade, let's say you don't buy bundles. You can buy Steam items such as... Um, and again, I'm saying this now because... It may change. It may change... But like, as an example, as of right now, as of 2018, midway through, at the end of summer 2018, the currencies at the moment are CSGO keys and TF2 keys. Gems were popular, but gems, I think, may not be popular in the future because of the Steam summer sale. The price of gems just plummeted because everyone was turning their items into gems like that they got from all their card um their badge making and stuff and so the the price of gems has dropped quite a lot but i bought a game for gems the other day so it's still it's still quite popular it's just it might cost you a bit more instead now like more gems more gems yeah so it's like if it costs you a thousand gems to buy this game maybe it's going to cost you 1500 now so gems are something you can buy directly on steam yep or you can get them by um turning cards or items in your inventory into gems. We had talked before about that on the Steam Cards episode. I'm not sure that it's really worth it because of the value of gems is so low. Oh yeah, now it's like... But you would say the cards are definitely worth more than turning them into gems. Yeah, I mean it's pretty much, that's like the, the holy gospel now is like you never you never turn your cards and stuff into gems. Maybe some items. Uh, some of them seems to be if you sold them you'd get about the same value worth of gems out of them if you sold them for cents. You'd make that many cents in gems. So basically, if you want to get into kind of trading keys and gems for CD keys, like CD codes to add to your Steam library, you need to do two things. One is get mobile authenticator on for your cell phone. You need that so that you can instantly trade. If you don't have that, you've got to wait 15 days. People don't really like waiting for 15 days because in that 15 days... They could get other offers, better offers uh, for that game. And if they cancel a trade with you, then both of you are on what they call a cooldown. And so you can't trade anything. You go into a cooldown, no trader wants that. So no no trader is going to take a chance, really. Some of them will take a chance and they'll say that on their page. Like, I am willing to deal with people without mobile authenticator. But I would say that's... Do you get a worse deal then? Do they take advantage of the fact that they might overcharge you? Yeah, they might overcharge you for something or. Well, that's one thing that you have often told me in the past. There have been a couple of times where you've put yourself on a cooldown period because you were doing so much trading that you weren't sure what was properly out there and you're afraid that you were going to double book or kind of double trade something 
So that that's an issue. So how do you keep track of that? Yeah, I mean, your CD keys... Did you I, I don't know why you keep calling a CD. We don't, there's no CD involved. It's just a CD. <laughs> yeah, what am I talking about? Yeah, you're, hey, you're, you're talking like 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like your Steam keys. I mean, basically, my advice is... Like, I used to do things really stupid. I would reveal my Steam keys and then write them into a Microsoft Word document and then keep track of them that way. That's kind of not doing myself any favors. The easiest way is just if you get a game and you don't want it, don't reveal the don't reveal the key. Websites are usually quite good about keeping your keys. I've when, had old yeah. keys on Fanatical that I haven't even opened for like months and months and months. Sometimes if you delay too long, they'll want to send an email. Uh, they'll want to send a code to your email and then you go back to the website, type in the code. They just want to check that it's still you that's claiming that old key. Uh, Humble does something similar. So when we're talking about revealing, when you buy something through Humble Bundle or Fanatical, it basically gets logged a lot of times onto your account. And then when you go into the account or you go into the page where, say, for example, the bundle is revealed, there'll be a whole list of your games and you have to reveal the key in order to get it. So if you've not revealed it, then you know that you haven't given it away. Exactly. That's basically what you're saying, right? Yeah, exactly. Also, if you're if your keys are on Humble, then a lot of traders that will trade with you prefer you not to reveal the keys and to send them as gift links because that way they can then resell them without fear that you will activate the key at some point in the future, which happens, which definitely happens. People make mistakes and yeah, so, but some sites don't, offer you the chance to gift them. So yeah, so get the mobile authenticator um, because you need that for quick trades. And then basically just buy, um, if you're going to buy like CSGO keys, make sure that they are, the term is non-vanilla. So um, that's the ones that are more expensive because they're specialized and they're maybe a little bit more popular. Uh, so things like Chroma, Chroma 2, Spectrum, those are the words that you'll be looking for. At the time we're recording this, um, the Hydra keys seem to be on a decline. They're like chopped liver. People will put up their trades and say, no Hydra keys. But who knows? So I'd probably say before you buy any keys, look at some of the trades and see what people want and what people are clearly avoiding. Yeah. So basically, don't buy the, the standard keys. And certainly at this point in time, don't buy the Hydra keys. But who knows? Yeah, it could change. People maybe in the future, Spectrum keys will be dirt. And then they won't want those. So just, yeah, keep an eye out for what people are after. Which, just so you're aware, CSGO is Counter-Strike Global Offensive, right? Yeah. So that's the game we're talking about. But this is also a game that neither of us play. No. <laughs> so Darren has been trading for a number of games with these keys that we really have never used ourselves or would never use ourselves. Yeah. You're strictly buying it as a currency to try and get a better deal. It's kind of like working an exchange rate in another country, mm -hmm. right? Where sometimes when you travel, you can find that, oh, this is very, very cheap for here, but it's not really cheap compared to back home with our local currency. But this whole separate world currency of CSGO keys, you need to keep track of how much it's essentially worth. Like, is a key worth $3 now, $4 now? Because they make it 
it can make the difference between a game actually being a good deal and not being a good deal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, generally, people are willing to let go of their games for 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 fairly cheap. It's a weird economy. It's a really strange economy because I mean, like before, Dead by Daylight was um, bundled and stuff. You, I got that for you on keys, and I think it cost two keys or three keys or something like that. Something like that. You know, it was it was about ten bucks or less than ten bucks. Now it's quite often ten bucks on its own, but we're talking quite a while ago this was this was a while ago and so it was a really good deal um you can get almost any game um if you're a collector if you're a collector of old kind of discontinued steam games there are people that are selling their discontinued steam games for ridiculous numbers of keys like you can buy the ghostbusters game but it'll cost you about i think the going rate is about 30 csgo keys which is about 90 bucks <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's a lot of things that you can get. There's a lot of good traders. There are people, especially on the Steam Trades website, they've got like actual stores set up and they've got tables where it's like left column is all the games, right column is how much it will cost you in TF2 keys, how much it will cost you in CSGO keys, how much it will cost you in gems. People also trade their games for ridiculously low amounts of PayPal. Like if you've got a PayPal account, you can really get some good deals because that's cash that can be spent immediately for them and so it's even cheaper like i've never bought anything with paypal because i can't be bothered making a paypal account <laughs> um but paypal seems to be a really good deal yeah you can pick up great games and it's a good way to get rid of your old games so if you feel like oh i've got a, a I've now got a, these are games you can't have activated the key the key must remain kind no, of pure true. and unused yeah so beware of that, because when you're talking about getting rid of your old games, like you're not really... Oh, getting... yeah, not your old games that you've played, yeah. Um, getting rid of games that you definitely just don't want, want or... to even put into your library yeah. for one reason or another. Yeah. Or, yeah, I say because me, I'm not really big on the Civ games. Like, I, I'm, I, I suck at Civilization, like, badly. And I don't even want to learn it, because people oh, why don't you try it? Like, no, because I don't want it. I, I hate it. So when that monthly bundle came up, it's like being, you kept it because that's a very valuable game. Yep, and a lot of people want it. And I traded something. I think I got like two games out of that. So humble bundle comes along. Oh, it's Civ, whatever it was, four or five. Great, that's awful for me. But all of Steam trades was lit up. Like, who's got Civ five? Who's got Civ five? I was like, well, I've got it. What what can I get? It's like, look at my list. Like oh I like I like those those games like okay let's do it and then we traded and it's great so all of a sudden my humble bundle that I hated for that month is now gold so yeah I mean it's a really nice system it, it's it's like the old days when we would trade stuff with our friends you know except now you're trading with a lot of strangers but you're also you've made some online friends kind of through this right yeah yeah you meet a lot of I mean I've never been scammed once. And I don't know if that's because I've got lucky or I almost got scammed once and it was it was funny because I called them out on it and I put up a message saying, what a cute noob scammer. But unfortunately, he scammed someone else instead of me on Indigala. But yeah, if you're smart about it, they're not that hard to spot, really. They're really not hard to spot. But you can have a good time. You can make some nice friends. You can get some really good deals. And it's, this is why we're doing an episode on it because it's... It's worth your time if you if you're sitting on a lot of unused 
CD keys that you th- I keep on saying CD keys, unused Steam keys that are just sitting there and you think they're worthless. They're not worthless. They've got someone values what you have and is willing to trade for them. So I think we would recommend it. Yeah. Gaps filled and more gaps created. <laughs>